All right. And three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to the Intrinsic Podcast, spelled with a Y. Write it down. Put some respect on that name. Mm-hmm. Um, we're welcome. We're happy to welcome you all to the, I suppose this would be the officially first episode, even though we did our first one and it didn't go so well, but that's fine. That's why it's a pilot. Um, my name's Juan. I'll give a brief intro. I'm just a, an aspiring entrepreneur, a scientist, I guess you can say, a computer scientist. I like languages, I like to travel, and obviously I like to try new things, and that's why I'm here, making the podcast with the homie G, Omar. Yo, yo, yo. Go ahead. So, my name is Omar, um, you know, I'm the uh, the co-host, if you will, um, <laughs> you know, out here trying to make uh, make changes, you know, starting a podcast with my friend Juan, and uh, yes, sir. trying to bring people the good word, trying to make some change, progress. Some and, might uh, say the holy word. Oh, the holy word, oh, I like that. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I mean, just, uh, kind of capture the moment, if you will, you know, uh, I think it's, uh, it's a good, good, uh, good thing we're doing here and I hope to, uh, to make it into something really big. So, uh, here we are. Welcome to the Intrinsic Podcast. Yes, sir. So this podcast is primarily going to be centered around, we're going to call it mental health. It's going to be a wide range of, um, topics, of course, because mental health is a wide field. Um, but overall, we're going to try to motivate you to be better than you were yesterday and motivate ourselves at the same time. So mm-hmm. as much as we hope this is uh, a helping hand to those of you out there who need it, we're also, of course, wanting to grow ourselves and not be stagnant. So um, we're hoping you join us on this journey. And it's definitely going to be a journey. And um, yeah. And a little side note, we are not professionals at all. <laughs> we're definitely professionals. But we're striving if you find to be. Any podcast is better than this, including Joe Rogan. You're wrong. You fucked yeah. up. No, get the fuck out. No. <laughs> Joe Rogan ain't got shit on this. <laughs> no, that that's that's so G Daddy right there. That's Big Daddy. <laughs> that's that's the, the podcast godfather. That's true, that's true, that's true. Making ripples out in the world. But, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, so um, you know, right now we have a lot of things going on with uh COVID. Uh, and especially here in Northern California, we have the fires, uh, you know, that have been devastating everybody. So right now is a really, really big time uh, where people are starting to realize that they're not, you know, better than, than their surroundings. You know, all these things are starting to affect us. You know, it's straining us. It's affecting us mentally, financially. Um, it's It's interesting how now we see a lot of people starting to, really become more aware that, you know, these things take a really huge toll on you, really impacts you. Yeah. And uh, it's important to realize that as you're going through these events, um, you have to really focus on your mental health. You have to take care of yourself. You have to remain sane. You have to remain calm. As hard as it may seem, if you can take care of your mind, everything else, your body will follow afterwards, you know, it'll follow through. You can take care of everything. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I've been seeing some people that that haven't been doing so well, and it's because they have so much going on that they're trying to balance that they start to lose themselves, you know? Yep. Like, they're not the ones that are controlling their lives. Their lives are controlling them. Yeah. You know, they're just going along for the ride, but they're not really, you know, grabbing life by the balls, per se, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, 
to all the people that are listening, you know, it's, uh, it's really, really important to take care of yourself, whether it's, you know, taking like, you know, five minutes out of the day to kind of reevaluate yourself where you're at, you know, look yourself in the mirror, talk to yourself if you have to, you know, and just kind of check up on yourself, you know, and if you don't feel like you can do that on your own, reach out to somebody else, check up on them as well. And, uh, and you kind of hopefully create a sort of community too, you know, to, so to support each other, support yourself. So, you know, everybody can get through this together. Yeah. Not to be cliche, but it is true when they say we're all in this together. Honestly. And 2020 out of every year, I think is a true description or a true, a true uh, I guess that phrase materializing itself because, you know, you talk about at the beginning of the year, all the stuff with Trump, which happens every month. And then, right, yeah. <laughs> Kobe dying, which I know is a big thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, COVID-19. Then, all, of course, the protests um, for, you know, obviously the systemic racism and everything going on in this country. And for us, like you said, now in California, the fires. So it's been quite a journey it's been i think yeah. it's felt like two years to me you know and, and it, another you know everyone goes through their own things you know like a specific thing that I, I wasn't really thinking about but obviously because of covid uh i graduated this year but i didn't have a ceremony which i thought you know don't really care about it but my sister i wisely pointed it out that like it's kind of the the period you know at the end of of your sentences like this is the final point you graduated this is your ceremony mm -hmm. and because of it because of not really having that sort of i'm done with this thing like i never stopped you know working i never gave myself that rest you know whereas right. obviously a lot of people as you graduate is like all right finally like i'm gonna breathe i'm gonna go travel i'm gonna you know have fun and then come back and see where i where it goes you know where i just kept going and kept charging ahead which wasn't the smartest thing because i think i just wasn't you know efficient uh that efficient i kind of prefer more to like travel like you said take care of yourself um and then you can come back i think like stronger than ever right after that bit of rest so yeah it's been a hell of a year um but i don't have to say that again <laughs> yeah no yeah i agree i think everybody can agree 2020 has been a complete shit show you know, whether you're a student, you're a parent, you're a minor, you're, you know, somebody that's retired. I mean, just everybody. It's it's ridiculous what this year has brought. And uh, I guess in a certain in a certain sense, it's interesting to, you know, open your eyes to the possibilities, you know, because up until now, I mean, I'm 20, 20, 22, going to be 23. I haven't really experienced anything this impactful on my life as 2020. You know, I think this, I think it's, 2020 I think is what generational thought, event. Yeah, I think 2020 is what 2012, you know, most people thought 2012 yes, was going to be. Yes, 100%. You know, it's like psych 2020 is here. I thought we were going to die. Yeah, yeah. And right now it's like, <laughs> yeah, we day. might as well, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's rough. If you remember those, uh, that when that movie was coming, I saw it and I was like, I was, I actually thought like I was going to die because I remember thinking, fuck, like I'm about to graduate high school at that time yeah and now the world's gonna end now that i'm finally done with this bullshit yeah, like what the fuck <laughs> but yeah i was so scared of it i didn't even watch it i was like mm -mm, i don't even want to know what's coming i just want to be surprised what's that i love that movie i don't know yeah. why maybe it's just me but there's some sort of comfort that i get from <laughs> watching the whole world <laughs> getting destroyed I, I don't know why i just like i get my blanket you know 
hang out on the couch and watch that movie and I feel, I don't know, some sort of comfort. Like I said, like everything, <laughs> you're looking at me. <laughs> Wait, what, what kind of blanket? Just a regular blanket, bro. What color? Um, White. Mm, yeah, you seem like one of those guys. Do I? <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's like the creepiest thing. That's like, yeah, I want to watch the world end, but I have to grab my blanket first. Like, God forbid I don't have a blanket. It's kind of like one of those, you know, for me, it's one of those, like, it's rainy outside. You just want to stay inside, get your blanket, you know, get your little chocolate abuelita, everything. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, know, now, that now, sort of day. now I understand. Yeah, that, those sort of vibes is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And if, like I, mean, I said, if, I don't know if why. If you got nothing in your cup, if there ain't no abuelita in your cup and you just got a blanket, ah, I don't know, man. Like, is there somebody there with you, or you just all by yourself? I mean, there can be. There is sometimes. Sometimes there's not. Oh, (laughs) that's a little weird, but okay. But anyways, uh, moving forward. Yeah, back to uh, (laughs) 2020. Yeah, it's been a hell of a year, but I think, right, with everything that we said and everything that has happened in our lives and everything that's happening in, in your life, I think this podcast is a good example of something good that can happen of it. I mean, I was just telling you, we've been friends, we're almost going to be, it's been nine years and it's almost going to be 10 years that we've been friends. And counting. Yeah. (laughs) And at any point in those nine years at this point, nine and a half, we could have started a podcast. We could have done this before, right? And we've talked about it too. Yeah, a hundred percent. So it's like, as much as this year has thrown at us and as much as it's thrown at you guys, I think this podcast, uh, among many other things, is an example of how you can turn around your 2020 year and really make something positive of it where, right? Yes. All this stuff is going on, the pandemic, uh, the protests, you know, people are drinking more, people are more depressed, but also find your light in all of this darkness, you know? Yeah. Keep, keep, you know, growing, keep advancing. Like I said, it's the purpose of this podcast to, in, to, you know, inspire that in you and also in ourselves. Yep. So, yeah, you know, that's kind of, a good transition, I guess, to a lot of the talking points that we're going to have today about mental health, about taking care of yourself, about trying new things. And yeah. 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 Um, you know, when you, when you're facing a lot of challenges and you're being, you know, constantly attacked by, you know, all the obstacles in life, you start to break down. And like most people in 2020, you'll find yourself at an all time low um, and most, most of the time when people reach that point, you're broken down so much and you've been spread apart so far that you just feel like you can't take one single step more. You feel like you've been completely drained. Like you feel like you're done. Like there's nothing left in you, but it's important to realize that when you've been broken down to your absolute lowest, the only direction to go is up. Yes, you sir. can only go back up and that's when it's the perfect time to bounce back. You know, you start to inform yourself of what you've been going through. You know, you got to do a little bit of some research, go out of your way, ask some questions, ask, you know, a health professional, a doctor, therapist, a psychiatrist, or, you know, if you prefer to go a different route and just do your own research on the computer, you know, inform yourself of what you're going through, what symptoms you may be feeling, you know, if it's all strictly mental, you know, many times it can be helpful to be, you know, contacting somebody, a friend, a neighbor, just somebody, you know, yep. because at the end of the day, people isolate themselves sometimes a little bit too much and that can cause you 
to kind of feel everything twice as bad as as than than it should be. You know, no matter how bad or how far something has gone, you don't have to go through it alone. You know, yeah, it's it's important to realize that. And many people, they're just they're so vulnerable to everything that after going through a year like 2020, somebody comes up to you and they're like, why aren't you wearing a mask? And all of a sudden it's like, ah, you know, it's yeah. like you feel like you're going to die. You're going to explode. You want to just like freak out on someone. Yeah. So so much pent up, so many pent up emotions, I think. Yeah. It's like rage, you know, frustration, yeah. resentment, all, all of that. It just builds up. So in okay. order to avoid that, you know, reach out to somebody, talk about it. You know, release that, right? 100%. I'll quote the wise Big Sean by saying, last night I took an L, oh. but tonight I bounce back. Oh. <laughs> Holla. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, in all seriousness, definitely reach out to people because as cliche as it sounds, there is 100% strength in numbers. And you want to, whether your group is big or your group is small, you want to really... Stay true to your friends. Stay true to your family. The people who are there when shit sucks. The people who are there when your job, when you lost your job, when you got laid off. People who were there when you didn't have a graduation and they were there to, you know, make the best celebration as they could, buy you a cake, buy you, make make, make some sort of reality that you would have liked to have. And keep those people close because... What you contribute to them, they contribute back to you. It's always a mutual thing. And we were just talking about this. Friendships, relationships, um, you know, your relationships with family, your relationships with friends. It's a mutual thing. And it's something that's always going to require an effort from both sides. Yeah. So as much as you might have people reaching out to you, and, and that's awesome, also realize that they could use someone to reach out to them. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's it's just necessary if you want to maintain a friendship, if you want to maintain a relationship, and if you want to progress together. You know, I don't think like me and you, our friendship, and who we are, have could have progressed as much as it could have if you didn't try as hard as you could, and I didn't try as hard as I could to push you and for you to push me, and Correct. to be there right in moments where few others were. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Just. You know, reach out to people, make sure you're there for them. And if you surround yourself with the right people, I guarantee you they'll also be there for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, any relationship, whether it's friendship um, or a relationship, a romantic relationship or, you know, a family relationship, it's an investment of your time. So it's as simple as this. If you're not willing to invest time in somebody else, why should they invest time in you? Yes, you know? sir. It's, it's pretty straightforward. And it sounds kind of harsh, but that's the reality of it. You know, it's that serious. Whether you look at your time as something important or not, you know, there's some people that are very careless that they kind of just do everything in the moment. They're not very, you know, good at planning ahead. But, you know, regardless of that, you, sh- you got to realize when you say hi to someone, you know, if you go into a restaurant, when you wave at somebody, even though it took like one second out of your day, it's like that positivity, just like it just spreads waves. Yeah. It's so important. And if you want people to do that to you, then you got to take that first step forward. 
you got to make sure that you're doing your best job possible to attract that vibration your way. Yeah. You know, what you set out into the universe naturally comes back to you. It does. And I got to say, five years ago, I would have probably laughed at you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> because I was not at all a spiritual person. And I don't know if I am right now. But statement like statements like that just make sense to me now. Whereas they didn't before because, right, you talk about vibes. You talk about all these Awakening your chakras, bro. (laughs) (laughs) All these things, right? I mean, it's things that are often made fun of. And I think, you know, on one sense, rightly so, because they are, in my opinion, exaggerated a little bit. But vibes and sort of stuff like that is 100% true. And I've experienced that from, well, from experiences of you can kind of feel, right, when someone approaches you, when someone talks to you, like within a millisecond, you can figure out, like, let's say, you're on the street and someone asks you for the time. I think within a couple of milliseconds, you already know if you're going to, you know, how you're going to react to that. If you're mm. going to be like, oh, yeah, dude, the time's this. Or if you're going to be like, um, I don't have a watch, even though you're wearing a watch and you have yeah, your yeah, phone yeah, in your yeah. hand. You want right? to be a total dick. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's because of the vibe. I think that's something like before you see the person, before you even hear the person, you kind of feel it like, oh, OK, this person's coming over here, like they're smiling at me already. They they seem pretty like pretty cool, you know. Yeah. They ask me, oh, what time is it? Oh, it's four o'clock. Like, Do you need help? Right. They didn't even ask for help. You're right. already offering that because you're already feeling pretty comfortable around them. Yeah. Going and that's something way. that is a hundred percent, you know, as a result of the vibes that you put out there. So a hundred percent, as you know, as funny as that used to sound to me. Yeah, definitely the vibes that you put out there are definitely the vibes that you you get back. Yeah, I I, I remember too. I mean, talking about. You know the good vibes and, and you know like ride the wave, man. You know it can be exaggerated. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I used to kind of shit on it myself, and uh, it's true though. Yeah, that's the it's thing. True. Like I just I, at at some point it just clicked. It's like as much as I want to shit on it, like God damn it, it's true. Like I can't deny it. Yeah, it's still funny to me, you know, and it's good to make a joke, you know, kind of yeah. about anything, you know. Make sure you laugh, you know, you know, be humble, right? A hundred percent. And. uh and and humor yourself, you know, through your your thoughts from before and and all that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's true. It's yeah. all about the good vibes, and I try to spread that as much as possible. Sometimes I catch myself, and especially nowadays in in social interactions, I get a little bit anxious. I'm like a little bit nervous. I catch myself stuttering, and it's like, what am I doing? Like, I'm I'm a natural born speaker. Yeah. I, I can connect to people and I'm over here like all anxious and just kind of like out of it mm-hmm. with everything going on. It's like, I'm distracted. I'm not myself. I feel like I'm not myself. Yeah. And then I have to kind of catch my breath and be like, relax. You're just picking up some breakfast. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah you know, you, 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 you reconnect yourself with your core, your core self, who you really are, what you stand for. hundred percent. And connecting it back to, you know, COVID and everything going on, the vibes, right, the vibes that you put out there, the reason why I say this is it's not necessarily, the way I see it is it's not even necessarily for your present. Like, yes, if you approach someone nicely, you're going to make their day, and that's awesome. And I always, you know, love to do that. It's always good to make someone happy. But I also see it as, like, it's an investment into your future self. Because if today you start acting, you start acting differently than you were yesterday, then you know what, the day after you're going to be different than the day, than today. And it's just this constant accumulating effort of now I'm this other person 
that's nice that used to be a dick now i'm this other person that does this instead of this and so it's things that by small little actions start becoming habits right and you know that's a big reason why i realized that is through travel through meeting people i wanted to be a different person and so i i always thought like well, i want to be this person and i'm this person right now well, how do i get there and it's always small little acts of kindness of you know being spontaneous of mm-hmm. being the person that you want to be you know i've i've always wanted not always i suppose but since college i've always wanted to be spontaneous someone who kind of takes more risks living life on the edge <laughs> you can say that yeah and i wasn't that so i started just little by little taking being spontaneous and taking little risks you know being on the bus let me go talk to that guy or that girl okay. you know it's something that things that before i'd be like oh why would i do that you know they they even have their headphones on they don't want to be bothered you know mm. now it's like all right well let's let's just go and see you know see what's going on and just ask them you know how's their day going you know and it could be a simple conversation where they don't want to talk and it's like all right that's fine or most of the time it devolves into a full on conversation where you figure out who they are and maybe you know if you keep riding the bus and you're, you still see them there they become friends and that's you know those are the spontaneous things that i think everyone needs in times like these you need something new you need some th- fresh breath of air right right yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I mean, the other day I was going to pick up some breakfast uh, here locally at in Sonoma. Shout out to Picasso's. Um, you know, got a... Yeah, the artist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's still alive. Yes, sir. But he makes breakfast now. Yeah. That, ain't, that tr- ain't that a trip? It's know? pretty beautiful, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, I, I get my, uh, my my protein in the morning. You know, got to set up for the day. You know, Got to get big. Hell yeah. Got to get yoked. <laughs> and... Uh, there's this chick that's been working there for, I have no idea. I mean, I've never even paid that much attention to her. And uh, she called me by my name because, Is you know, this chick of the human type or of the uh, bird type? Oh, no, no. This is very much a human. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, well, I thought you were was, eating protein, so I thought, you know, just, you know. Yeah, no, I, I, I was like I was dealing chick. with the cashier. Okay, you know? okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was talking to a baby chick behind the cashier, I think I'd have... <laughs> Other worries besides then, my breakfast. 2020 has definitely gotten to you. <laughs> you say like, whoa, bro, you got to chill out, dude. Yeah. You got you to gotta self-analyze, dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was just, it was it was strange to me that she called me by my name, especially because nowadays I don't really interact with too many people in person. And I was like, what? She's like, you're Omar, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, oh, well, no shit. I like literally call him my order in every morning. Like, you know. Who is this? Omar. Okay. Yeah. But I'm like. <laughs> whoa like what's going on right now is this like a moment of the twilight zone like what, oh my god you know yeah and uh you know i i definitely overreacted and <laughs> yeah f you too <laughs> yeah yeah we are here living in the ghetto you know um but uh <laughs> this is not the ghetto <laughs> yeah <laughs> sonoma but uh yeah it was just interesting to me and then i made it, i made sure to ask for her name before i left like oh what's your name and you know i i uh what's like, her I, name I don't know if you want to say this here, but for do you actually remember pur- her name? For privacy purpose, I won't okay, say Okay, but you actually know. remember her name. I do remember Okay, her that's name. the only thing I care about. <laughs> but I slightly am doubting myself that I do Oh, remember. my goodness. So it's a 50-50 chance. Go ahead, go ahead. But, yeah, so it was just kind of like a cool thing. It was it was nice. 
somebody recognized me, said what's up. Not because I'm famous or something. You know, this podcast ain't at that level yet. <laughs> Coming soon, though. But uh, it was just kind of like, oh, that's right. That's what you do in normal life. You say hi to people. They, you call them by their name. Like, they mm-hmm. say hi. They wish you a good day. And I'm like, yep. God damn, man. This year's taking a toll. You know, it's not what it used to be. But, uh, you know, slowly, little by little, I'm going out of my, my way. You know, I'm breaking out of my shell to do the same thing with other people. And if I'm working and I see just neighbors walking by, you know, I'll wave at them, you know, say hello. Little things like that. Um, yeah. Just to kind of I think the impo- start the cycle again. Yeah, I know? think the important thing for people to realize is the stuff that you're going through, other people are also going through. Yeah. You know, so that girl... At Picasso's, she's also living through 2020. Yeah. And you know what? Chances are she's probably also having a hard time. Absolutely. You know, whether it be financially, maybe just mentally. I think people right now are affected mentally more so than anything. You know, mm-hmm. to be fair, people are being affected financially a lot. But that mental toll that this year has taken on you, it's also taken on your parents, on your friends, on that random stranger you see walking down the street. So... Again, connecting back to it, this is why spreading positive vibes is the way to go. I mean, it's going to positively positively inf- impact you, and it's most likely going to positively impact someone. And this year out of every year is a true, you know, example of that. Whereas, you know, that girl saying, hey, was like, oh, shit, she said hey to me? Oh, wow, that's unexpected, right? Another year you might have been like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. She probably know my name by now, but you know, <laughs> right? But yeah, it's it's important to you know put that out there and and connect with people and really just be there for someone else. I think and be yeah. a shoulder to lean on. Hundred percent. That's a good song. Lean on me. Yeah, Bill Weathers. Is that who that is? Oh, nice. I think so. <laughs> if it's not him, I only I know so I only know the name of it. Um, yeah, and. You know, from that, kind of start, I think, looking into yourself, you know, because how you interact with people. So, reflect is a little exercise for anyone listening and for ourselves right now. How, what did you do yesterday? How was your day yesterday? Who did you interact with? Who did you talk to? Who did you maybe get mad at? Who who were you joking with? What did you eat? Yeah, what did you eat? Just what'd everything. What you drink what, with it? What, happened in your day yesterday like analyze that and think about right all the positives and all the negatives of your day because everyone has the ups and downs how what part of who you are induced or caused the negative parts you know what part of who you were maybe caused an argument that was really stupid that shouldn't have happened but you might have triggered some other person and some other person triggered you and you fell too quickly into it triggers yeah yeah and that's you know the essential part of really knowing yourself and walking away from conflicts conflicts situations that can just be you know negative and staying true to who you are you know i think that's the most important thing i mean just being who you are and being in a sense like your mind just an immovable object like regardless of if someone compliments you or if someone calls you an asshole at work, you know who you are. So instead of getting into that argument, like, what the fuck? No, I'm not an asshole. You're, you're this and you're that. Mm-hmm. 
completely walk past and you know who you are. So that just slides right off of you. No, it doesn't, nothing sticks to you. Yeah. You know, no insult can truly get to the core of who you are because the core of who you are is just that strong and you're that sure about who you are that you just can't be affected by petty stuff like that. And that's really what it is. It's petty stuff by people who are going through shit and everyone's going through shit, but the people that are doing that shit don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're going through something, right, you're not, I love this quote, you're not a product of what happens to you. You're a product of what you choose to become. Mm. Right? So if someone go, goes and insults you or someone honks at you and gives you the middle finger while you're driving, that's most likely a reflection of who they are rather than who you are, you know? Provided you're driving, right, everyone? You know, yeah. use your light signals. They're there for a reason. <clears throat> yeah, follow the yeah. rules. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, within every conflict, there's always, you know, two sides to the story. There's two, there's two, what's the saying? There's two sides uh, of the coin. Or, yeah, two sides of every coin. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Point is, you have to own up to your part. You can't be blaming other people for your your part in a conflict or an, uh, an issue, problem, etc. We all have a part in something. We're all, in a sense, responsible. Like, if you see a crime happen, the person that did the crime, that committed the crime, as much as well as the person that saw it and didn't report it, are both, in a sense, kind of responsible. Yep. It's kind of how it goes. You know, if you see somebody getting like jumped on the side of the street and you're like, oh, well, you know, look at this other side of the street. Oh, look, there's a tree over there. Oh, wow, look at that olive tree. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. if the cops come around and they're asking questions and you decide not to say anything, whether you're protecting the person or whatever reason, you're equally as responsible. It's kind of how it goes. And that's part of self-analyzing is accepting that truth that you yourself are also to blame for maybe not all the issues in your life, but a good portion of them. Yeah. Whether you didn't actually commit the slap to somebody in the face, maybe you kind of mounted up the, the situation. Maybe you insulted them and then that was a tipping point, the last yeah. drop. You got the you got the uh you got the mud sling back in your face. Yep. You know? It backfired. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah. And there's people that just completely are ignorant to that and want to almost feel like they're the victims in every situation. Like, oh, it all happens to me. Yes. It's always me. Why does yep. this always happen to me? And they live their whole lives miserable. There are so many of those people out there. But they're so naive because they'll never accept it. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, no, I could never commit something, uh, like something atrocious like that. You yeah. Know? I'm I not hate a to sinner. be a pessimist, but I don't know, I don't know how, how much hope I have that those people will change. Because if you... The main thing is, the main thing is, if you don't realize it, if you're in constant denial, then I personally don't understand how you're gonna grow and how you're gonna become better. You might never, honestly. You know, and and I hope the people who are like that do find some way. But I personally don't know, which is why I put so much emphasis into, you know, being myself, reflecting, knowing who I am, and number one not denying stuff that I do. I mean, I do a lot of cool stuff, but I also, like everyone out there, am not perfect. So I do a lot of stupid things, things that I regret immediately, things that I regret a couple weeks after. Yeah. But the most important thing is I am aware 
that, you know what, fuck, that thing I said to that guy, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I shouldn't have done that. That was stupid. Yeah. Or, you know what, I, I responded too passive aggressively to my friend. That's, I shouldn't have done that, you know? Simple things like that that you think, oh, you know what, he won't even care, you know? It's just a simple little joke, you know? He won't even care. People pay attention to how you act. People are always watching. People are always seeing how you act. Is this someone that I want to have in my life? You need to, this is someone that you want to have in your life. You need to do everything you can to be truly who you are and not not cause, not introduce that question into the people that love you the most. If the people that love you the most are questioning that, like, damn, or do they really appreciate everything I do for them? Do they appreciate this? Do they take me for granted? You need to change. You need to change because those are the people that will be with you to the day you die. And therefore, those are the people that deserve the absolute most. Yeah, yeah. Nicely said. And those will also be the ones hurt the most when you when you don't do the right thing, when you make a mistake, when you don't own up to something, you're going to live with that regret and they're going to live with the resentment. And it just creates a like a void. It's like a big black hole. It just grows bigger and bigger and it just starts eating everything up. And it's a cycle. Yeah, it eats out your relationships. 100%. And it's a cycle. Yeah, I mean, to be treating like that, people that really do love and care for you like that, it's it's very unfortunate, you know. And, and nobody's perfect, you know. I've been through my own share of uh, of circumstances that revolves around that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, it, it it eats away at me. It's not something that you can just, you know, cruise on by and, and move on. It's constantly on your mind. You're constantly being reminded. I guess it also kind of comes neck and neck with if it's something that's true to you, what kind of person you are. Some people just have no heart and they could care less. But for me personally, knowing who I am, it just affects me every day. I always yeah. think about it. And until I do something about it, it won't go away. It'll always be there. It's always there. It's just like uh, it's like if you cheated on a test and you passed and you got an A+, and people start patting you on the back. You know, like, oh, good job, man. That's so badass. Like, congratulations, man. We never oh, knew you were this smart. And yeah. you're like, fuck, I actually am this smart. Nobody ever knew it. But now people think I'm smart for the wrong reason or something. You know? Yeah. And it's just like dying. You're dying inside. Ooh, the teacher even comes up to you, like, gives you a nice hug. Like, I'm so proud of you, you know. And, and then you're just kind of, like, looking uh, at the whole classroom and you look at the one kid that you copy yeah. off of and he knows. And, and you're these, like, yeah, oh, in these shit. moments of endearment that you should be <laughs> extremely proud of, like, fuck yeah. It just My becomes teacher, a worse moment. It in becomes your life. torture. Yeah. Because you know in your heart that you don't deserve anything that anyone is saying to you. That's just it's all false. That's the absolute worst. And and it is stuff that will keep you up at night because you're just cheating yourself at the end of the day. You know, and it's a lot of it's a right. It, it's most evident in school, I think, because it's very, like, it's categorized as cheating, right? If you cheat on this, if you copy your homework, like, this thing, that There's thing. consequences. There are consequences, and also it's very easy to see, like, if you cheat and then, right, you pass, like, all right, cool, you passed. But you're really just cheating yourself at the end of the day. Because even if you pass, right, 
the letters that you get an A, a B, an F are arbitrary. And I always say this, like, I'm a student and I've succeeded academically, but I'm not a straight A student. And I don't ever intend to be a straight A student because I don't think an A is makes you smarter than I than 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 me if I have a B. Hmm. That just means you followed the rubric a lot closer. That just means you did exactly what the professor said you want he wanted you to do. You're better at following directions. But I'm just not like that. You know, and, and I know a lot of people are out there that aren't like that. Not necessarily rebels, oh I don't want to follow the instructions. It's just here's the assignment. I think this would be a more interesting assignment to do. And do something else instead that might give you 70 points, 80 points, because it's not the exact assignment you were handed, but it's your own venture. It's your own curiosity. So, you know, just stay true to who you are, really, and know that any form of cheating that you're doing, you're only doing upon yourself. Don't do it. You know, and that's not just school. If If you're working out, I'm someone that works out. If you're working out and you skip that last set, you know, oh, no one's looking at me. You're looking at yourself. Or if you're doing competitive uh, powerlifting, you want to get an edge. You want to, you know, yeah. hit them steroids. Don't do it. You know what? That's that's why I love like fitness so much. Hmm. And this goes into you know mental fortitude and building yourself up and knowing your strengths and your weaknesses. Because at the end of the day, right? Let's say nobody takes like steroids. At the end of the day, everybody would be so small. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. This is true. <clears throat> Calling some some of you out there out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, nothing else in the gym matters but who you are and the strength of your mind. Yeah. Right? Because if I work out today, that 45-pound dumbbell is going to be as heavy as it was a year ago. But the fact that I can lift it easier is a reflection of who I am because I've put in the work. But if I cheat, if I don't really, you know, leave that last set, if I do half reps, that 45-pound dumbbell is going to be a lot heavier. Yeah. It's not going to feel as light. And that's a perfect analogy to life. If you go out to work out, you don't accomplish your goals, you know, look at yourself in the mirror. If you want a promotion and you haven't gotten it in five, ten years, that's a reflection of who you are and not your job, not your circumstances, not your society. Yes, there are a lot of things out there, and I want to make this clear. We're two men of color. We're Hispanic. We're, you can be considered a minority. So we're very aware of the systemic racism that's out there. We're very aware of all of the obstacles. We're very aware that society doesn't expect us to succeed. And if you're out there and you're a minority, know that society does not expect you to be successful either. But draw strength from that. Yeah. Draw strength from that. Be something different. Be something that society be something different that society was not expecting. In spite of all the obstacles that society has set in front of you in spite of the systemic racism, in spite of COVID, in spite of the election, in spite of all the stuff that's going on this year, rise above it and be better. Because at the end of the day, if we're looking 10 years after, if you look back to 20, 
2030, the people who are successful then, I guarantee you, were the people that were working the hardest this year. Yeah, I, I, I like what you were saying about the uh, working out. I like that, that that philosophy, you know. You're only as good as, as, as the work that you put in. You know, you have sure. to get a little intense there. No, 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 no. <laughs> not intense enough. You know, your willpower, you know. I've worked out. I've gone in and out of it. I probably haven't been as dedicated to working out as you. But I've had my moments, especially like when I'm on a treadmill or when I've been doing just more cardio-based uh, workouts. It's like I get into this trance and right at that moment where I feel like my muscles about to give out is when the real workout starts, right? Yeah. Because I start feeling like cramps. I start feeling like my stomach and all this weird crap, you know, and I'm just like, nope, nope, going to keep going for it. And I start feeling pain, but I remember I would just love it. Like, like that's what I was seeking. It's like when you're working so hard and you don't know what you're working towards, but then all of a sudden it's like right in your face, it's a bunch of pain and it feels like a motherfucker. And yeah. it's like, this is what you're here for. And you're like, yes, yes. Yeah. Right. You know, Muhammad Ali would often say that he would never start counting his reps until they hurt. Right. That's some savage shit right there. Yeah. But that's what it takes to be a champion, a winner. hundred percent. You know, successful in a sense. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly what it is because why when it starts hurting is when you start feeling uncomfortable. And the same thing about life. When life starts throwing shit at you, as once again, 2020 has, and it's thrown a lot of shit at you and everyone's uncomfortable, everyone's anxious, feeling depression, all these sort of negative feelings. This is exactly when the work that you do matters the absolute fucking most. Because yeah. right now, nobody expects anything from you. And this is even not just minorities, but everyone in this case. Nobody expects anything really good to come out of 2020. But I'll do a flashback. Back in the recession, you know what companies came out of that? Uber, Airbnb, Lyft, all these different companies that are now worth billions of dollars came out from the worst recession, I think, aside from the Great Depression, in history. Since then, yeah. Yeah. So what you do right now matters the most. If you did great two years from now, but you do bad right now, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if that's, that's really worth that much. To me, as much, at least. It's the past. Let it go. It's the past, and also it was easier times. It's like those people that we grew up with, I and mean, when everybody knows them, they were like Everybody super knows good it. athletes back in high school, <laughs> but God they never damn, shut up about it. They will literally live their whole lives with that jersey, yeah. with that memento, the game ball. Yeah, because still, still shotgunning beers. Yeah, like <laughs> that was it. That was the highlight of their lives. And yeah. once they reached that high point, or what they thought was a high point, they slowly, slowly started going down that slope and never went back. They peaked in high school. Yeah. 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 And I don't really think that's that's honestly a thing. It's just they themselves and their minds. They've yeah. limited themselves to that success. That's all they see themselves yeah, at. That's 100%. all their worth that they see themselves at. Yeah. I mean, you don't actually peak in a certain point of your life until... I mean, you think about it. What comes after the peak? The downfall. Right. And if you're falling, that's because of something you're doing. Or or something you're not doing. Actually. Exactly. Yeah. Or something you're not doing. Yeah. Yeah. More More so... More so, more often than anything. Yeah, thankfully I sucked at sports in high school, so I never <laughs> peaked then. So I'm still seeking uh, to peak. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still looking to be uh, be but the fucking most badass beach volleyball player. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. You know what I was thinking about this? I was. I would really. I feel like I'd be a really good sport athlete in another lifetime. Because just of my mind, and it's not to say that, I, who knows, maybe I still can, and I'm still going to try to be the best version of who I am, so maybe that is part, but just because of, like, every time I see and, and I watch basketball and football, the main thing, as, you know, as genetically gifted as some players are, the right. main thing everyone says is, you know how I'm here? Because I worked my ass off. Yeah. Everyone says that. And I don't care if they're super talented, if they're tall if they're just built of muscle and that's how they were born, like just a little baby coming out super strong. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's nature from genetics, but it's also nurture from the amount of work that you put in. Absolutely. And this is exactly why I feel like <laughs> a little side thing. I feel like I would be a, a really great athlete in some other lifetime because I 100% have the mental fortitude of it. Maybe you should stick to podcasts. Yeah, maybe, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe you. Yeah, I mean... We'll find out. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Ooh. You like that? Yeah, you just challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think, I mean, professional athletes, it does have a good amount to do with genetics, but there's a whole other side to what they do that most people don't understand because we're watching them on TV. We're watching them now on social media or, you know, on Zoom or whatever. Yeah. And you look at it as entertainment you don't yeah. really value what it is that they're doing. Like they're performing at like a 110% basis. They're working. Every game. And that's their job, to yeah. be the best they can be. There's a reason why they get paid the big bucks. Yeah. You know, their injuries are like life-threatening because their whole career is based around their body. Yeah. And yeah. they have to maintain their body the whole way through their career. Like look at football players. By the time they like are in college football, when they're trying their hardest – They've been probably sustaining injuries for so long. It's like their brain is mush. Yeah, concussions. You know, CTE is a real thing. And yeah. those players afterwards, by the time they get to the, the professionals, oh my God, like they're they're torn apart. Like they're Yeah. It, it's like it's like they're going through war on a constant basis. Mm-hmm. As far as like for football, you know, maybe rugby yeah. as well. Because they're constantly getting hit, constantly getting like tackled. It's a constant punishment on their body. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous and but and 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 here's a question how do they get through that mental fortitude that's the only way that's the that's the only way only way it's the only way that you could somehow tone down the pain that you're constantly feeling and you know what i don't even think it's toning down i just think it's realizing that one this pain is temporary most of the time of course most unless of they're having like these super horrible injuries which i have seen most of the time that pain, right, the short-term pain, which usually comes from working out, from, you know, being the best athlete, you got to work out, you got to put in the work. That short-term pain, I think it's the same for everybody, but it's always, like I said, how you treat it, right? You're not a product of, the, of what happens to you, you're a product of what you do in spite of that, mm-hmm. you know? So, like you said, a lot of people adopt a victim's mentality. Yeah. And... I'm not going to plagiarize. I'll quote directly. That comes from David Goggins. Shout out. Shout out to David Goggins. Read the book. Watch the podcast. A lot of people just want to think everything is happening to them and nothing is happening to anyone else. Like, 
fuck? Like, why am I not the successful This year one? has hit me the worst. <laughs> Nobody is going through the stuff that I'm going through. It's just me. And, uh, and all that happened is they lost their cat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? I'm sorry if you lost your cat, but there are bigger problems out there, not just in the world, but in your life. But rest in peace to Mumu. Rest in peace. <laughs> R.I.P. But yeah, yeah, it's, you know, you have to ditch the victim's mentality. Absolutely. Stuff happens to you. And you know what? Stuff is going to continue happening to you. Stuff is going to continue happening to you. Unless society radically changes the way it's functioning, which it most likely will not. It can change, but it will not change radically. So therefore, if it's hard to change society, and right now it currently is, and I think it will always be hard to change society because it's just such a large organization, such a large thing, right? It's the mm. whole earth. Then instead, try changing yourself. It's a lot easier, right? As hard as it can be sometimes, it's a lot easier to change yourself than it is to change society. And you know what? If you change yourself, you're part of society. So by extension, you're changing society. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can have a much larger impact on society if first you change yourself. This isn't to say that protesting is useless because protesting is definitely necessary. There are changes that need to be made to this country, to every country and society. But what inspires those changes? It's the people. It's the people who want more and the people who are more, right? Ooh. Bill Gates invests a lot of money into some uh, organization that helps people of color get more, get more jobs. He had a large impact yeah. because he's in the position to help. Yeah. You can't help if you're barely making ends meet. You can try, right? You can do protests and stuff, but you're I'm thinking... You're the one that needs to help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm thinking... <laughs> you know, advance, get, you know, go forward and yeah. then help yourself. And at that point, help others. Right. And then you can really change society. Yeah. I mean, there, there's like a quote that I, I've heard this like so many times throughout my life. It's be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. You know, I think that was a uh, Gandhi. Probably. Yeah. Shout out to Gandhi. Shout out to Gandhi. <laughs> RIP. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it sounds cliche, but it's true. When you're young, when you're like in elementary school, middle school, you get all these quotes fed to you by these like very, very important figures. You have no idea what they mean. You have no idea. You don't even know who these people are. No. It's like you like move right past it. It just goes in one Gandhi ear and goes who? out the other. What's that? Gandhi who? Yeah, it's like who? What? Is, it, is, that a, is that a kind of like tofu? Like what is that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's funny because over time, after, you know, having gone through elementary, middle school, high school, all that, I look back at it and I'm like, wait, who was that one guy? I remember he did something so important for the world. And yeah, it's like literally some, I'm talking about something like Gandhi, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it, it's important to, to not lose, lose contact with that. You know, that's our history. It's, it's our roots. It's where we come from. And the fact that there's people out there that are so selfless that they're literally putting their whole lives on the line. They invest so much time, effort, to have somebody else live the life that they have. Yeah. To have somebody else just be able to survive. I think that's, it's, it's beautiful, you know. It, it goes back to what we were saying earlier, is, is spreading the good vibes, you know, paying it forward, you know. Yeah. 
I think that's one way that I, uh, I, I see myself. It's, it's like something that really speaks to me is, is paying it forward. Sometimes yeah. I'll, I, I, this would happen to me back when I was going to the JC, uh, before I dropped out, I would be at the JC, I'd have like 20 bucks in my pocket and five of those were supposed to be for gas. <laughs> and the other like rest of the money was probably for like food or something. And then I'd go somewhere, you know, some, one of the five dollars for gas, fifteen dollars for food. <laughs> I like that distribution. Hey. Finance one on one, people. Yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> if you want to learn about finances, hit me up. Hit Don't my hit them up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, I would pick one of the healthier options, right? Like Taco Bell or Little Caesars. <laughs> Should you just say healthier yeah. options? Okay. <clears throat> I should be saying like cheaper options. Okay, go ahead. God damn. You get diarrhea for like five bucks. I'll talk about <laughs> No further objection. Um, but I would see people, like homeless people, like outside. And I would literally spend, you know, a few bucks at a taco to get some food. And then I'd be like, ah, I don't know if I even want this food anymore. Like just looking at somebody struggling that they don't have it. Yeah. You know, and I'm taking it for granted. I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat this and, you know, I'm going to get to eat again later. And I'm going to get to eat tomorrow morning and during lunch and dinner. And, oh, my God, I can already imagine what I'll be eating this weekend, right? Yeah. These people can't even picture having a meal in front of them. And uh, and I, I gave that person the option, like, do you want the food that I just ordered or do you want to go order yourself your own food? Like, oh, I'll take what's in the bag. I was like, all right. And they took it. They started eating it right away. No complaints. No, oh, there's there's ranch in this? You know, like... <laughs> No yeah. pickiness, like nothing, because they were that hungry. Yeah. And looking at them, I was like, fuck, man. I feel I feel like a sack of shit. Like, I, I feel like what I did was almost not good enough. And I still gave them, like, another few yeah. bucks, you know? I knew that was coming. Yeah. I was like, nah, like, this is... This because is... I, just hearing it, I felt the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, I hadn't given enough. Yeah. 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 And there's other people that are out there, like, oh, fuck these assholes. Like, I'll be like... You know, on the road, like, go get a job, you asshole. You know, it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Like, relax. You know, like, they're not doing anything to you. Like, they're not in your way. Like, it's a struggle, man. You can't ignore it. It happens yeah. around us every day. You can't scrub your city clean of homeless people. Like, there's that ideology that we got to move all the homeless people somewhere else, right? Like, San Francisco, LA, oh, yeah. like, there's huge, enormous homeless populations. And everybody's like, yeah, let's get them out of here. Like, I don't want to see them anymore. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, there's a lot to do with this. Like, it's a very large issue. And you're not going to just treat it like some dirt at the bottom of your shoe. Like, oh, let me just scrub it clean. Let me yeah. just make it disappear. Like, that doesn't disappear just like that. There's yeah. a lot of talks that, you know, people have to be involved in. These communities have to come together to come up with a solution. But the solution is definitely not just moving them aside. It's, a, it's aside. a very complicated. It's so complicated. It's a very complicated problem. My sister asked me the same thing. She asked me, "Why? what would you do? If you were in a position of power, what would you do? And I don't pretend to know everything, but I typically have an answer for things. At least some sort of guess. Like, an, right, idea. You an know, idea. I'd approach it like this. This is what I think I would do. And I really couldn't come up with anything in that sense because it's just... It involves so many different things, and it involves so many parties working together. Not just the government, not not just federal and state government, but then you have the local government, the people themselves, and the homeless people themselves, who, you know, to be fair, some of them are out there struggling. Some of them are 
really just like lost their job that you know they're good working people and you know some of them are just drug addicts you know some of them did put themselves in that position so it's like it's so complicated because it's all these intricacies of how so many different people work and so how so many different people feel and think and you're trying to find one solution to solve all of that I, i don't i don't envy that problem yeah, I mean, I don't think a single person can come up with a solution for it. No, which it, is it's not that easy. Yeah, it's 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 too complex. I mean, if addictions weren't involved, I think the solution would be a lot easier to find. Yeah, but because addictions are involved, it's something so delicate that. You, you, you can't, you there's just, for the most part, unless you've personally dealt with it or you know somebody that's dealt with an addiction, you would almost never understand it. Because yeah. people that are from the outside looking in, they're like, oh, just stop doing it. Like, you're <laughs> yeah. so stupid. Just stop doing just drugs. No. They're bad for you. Yeah. It's not like a freaking bad habit like eating or something that you can just yeah. oh man i'm eating too much cookies at night or you know i gotta lay off the the, the cheetos or whatever it's, it's not a simple choice it's not it's a vulnerability it's a weakness that's yeah. affecting somebody psycho psychology psychologically how to send that one out mm-hmm. it's it's so much more than that yeah and i feel for these people because at a certain point yes initially that addiction does start with them going out of their way to seek it after a while, it no, it's no longer their choice. They yeah. literally cannot live without that. And whatever, it, whatever yeah. it is, they they're no longer the ones consuming it. The drug has consumed them. And yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm an optimist. So even right, me and that's a complicated problem. And we're not politicians. Hint, nope. hint. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to go into that. But we mentioned this because. What are these people dealing with? They're dealing with mental issues. The stuff that we're talking about. They're dealing with, you know, being down in the dumps, you know, and it's not necessarily losing your job. Like I said, it can be addiction. And even before losing your job, before, you know, being addicted, what is the source? What is the cause of this? Why did you even resort to drugs in the first place? These are all questions that you need to ask yourself um, if someone's in this position. You need to ask yourself, why am I doing this? If if you're on the on this path, hopefully no one is. But if someone listening to this is on that path, you know they're investing too much money into drugs, into alcohol, into gambling, into just anything that's excessive. You need to start reflecting on not how much money I'm spending, but why am I spending this money? Why do I think? What do I think this is going to do for me, right? Is it going to provide an escape from from your life? As, you know, a lot of people who take drugs, you know, often experience, like, I just want to escape my life. Fuck this. I'm just going to get high. I'm just going to do this. Okay. Yeah, you may be right. But you know what? The high is going to wear off. Mm -hmm. The high is always going to wear off. And what's left at the end of that high is still you. It's still your life. Why? Because you can never run away from that. So you might as well start working towards being different so that you don't have to escape life. So that if you do do drugs, 
you do it for fun. You do it for just, you don't do it to escape. You do, you it, do it for it, recreational purposes. You do it for recreational purposes, you know. And so that just goes back to really, it's important to, if you're in that position, start building yourself back up. It's not going to be easy. And in all likelihood, you're not going to get a lot of help. Maybe your family is there. Maybe your friends there. And if you are, that's a gift. That is awesome. But for a lot of you out there, if you're already in this position, it's most likely because there's nobody already there to tell you, hey, you're fucking up. Or maybe you've casted those people out. And you need to start reaching out and really build yourself back up. Start thinking. Start Get, get a journal is what I would say. Yeah. Get a journal and start writing this out. Why do I do this? Why do I do that? And it doesn't even have to be as serious as drugs or alcohol. I would always journal because I hate to be average. And I was average for a large portion in my life. I just lived. I got some A's. I got some B's. You know, I got into college. I got my bachelor's. It's cool stuff. There was some success, but not enough for my taste. So it doesn't even necessarily have to be, this isn't necessarily, I'm not just talking to people who are on the verge of, you know, being addicts or being homeless. I'm talking to everyone out there. Try to be better than who you are right now. And you need to do that today. And you know what? You need to do that tomorrow. Because even if you're better today, you also have to be better tomorrow. Absolutely. And the day after that. The key word here is consistency. Mm-hmm. I'll say it again, consistency. Because if you're great for a year, but then the rest of your life sucks, then you know what? You've just peaked. So be consistent, and consistency will build that mental fortitude. Yeah. And, and to add on to that, you know, talking about addictions, I think there's a common misconception for people with addictions when they're asking themselves, oh, how much money is this next fix going to cost me? That's the wrong way to look at it. The real way to look at it is, and for other people that don't understand it, this is the real question is, how much life is this going to cost me? How many years is this going to cut off for my life? You know, hypothetically, everybody says that. Repeat that question again for the people out there. What's that? Repeat that question again for the people out there, just so hit it home. How much life is this going to cost me? Yeah. That's the real question. How much time? I mean, everybody has this idea in their head that our life expectancy is 100 years. Yeah. Most people don't make it that far. But technology, maybe you can make it that far, maybe like a few years afterwards. But if you were to remove yourself from any bad consumption that you have, you know, drugs, alcohol, even like sugar, right? Like your health just increased like 50%. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. But we're constantly feeding ourselves junk food, you know, and if you have bad habits, you know, if you're smoking, if you're drinking or you have other addictions that are a little bit more serious, it'll just take you down the drain and it just slowly starts eating away at you. You might not see it right away. Initially, it's all fun and games, but at some point there's a turn where it's no longer for fun. Like I said, it's no longer that you're the one that's consuming it. It has not consumed you and you can't live without it. It's very serious. If you have addictions, please reach out for help. Yep. You know, 
that is not something that you want to get yourself involved in. And you need a good support system because you will not go through it alone. You can't. It's very, very difficult. If you're too ashamed to speak out to a friend, to a family member, reach out to a professional, you know, like for alcoholers, Alcoholics Anonymous, they have the same for people with certain narcotic addictions. Um, you know, there's there's hotlines. There's there's a lot of help out there nowadays. Depression. And it's really easy to, to, to help, especially with, you know, technology. You know, it's the help is there, but you have to be willing to help yourself. Yes. And it all starts with taking that first step forward, you know, reflecting. And second step is accepting. And then the third step is, you know, coming up with that solution. Like you said, journaling, logging something down, just keeping track of your movements as well. Your your thought process is like non-existent when you're in the realm of an, of an addict. But if you start keeping track of yourself, in a sense, you're now keeping yourself, um, what's the word? Accountable. Accountable. You're now accountable for your actions. And that's where you really start to see what you're doing. So where you really start to open your eyes like, wow, like I've been a bender for like three weeks straight. Like I haven't done this. I haven't done that. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's important. And, you know, times are rough, but it, it's, it's important to take care of yourself because yeah. nobody else will. And know? yeah. I'll just, yeah, add to that just by saying nobody is going to walk that path for you. Nobody's going to take that first step for you. It has to start with you, and it has to continue with you. Reach out. People will be there, but people will not walk you down that path. You put yourself in this position, so guess who's going to get you out? You are. Yourself. Nobody else is. People will help. And if you have the best support system, dope. That's awesome. But the only person that can get you out of whatever hole you are, addiction, depression, anxiety, is yourself. And like you said, it starts with reflection. It starts with keeping yourself accountable. What did I do yesterday? Why did I do it? And you know what, two, three days after when you reread your journal, you know, I think, fuck, I just did the same thing yesterday. And so you start seeing patterns in your behavior. Okay, if I work really hard, then I start taking the, you know, then I just want to escape my life and I resort to this or I resort to that. Okay, now I need to maybe work less hard or I need to take it easy so that I don't get to that point. And it's a constant evaluation. It's a constant evaluation of yourself. It's a constant reflection of yourself. And it's a reflection that's necessary every single day. And I know it sounds, ugh, like, fuck, every day? So much work. It has to be every day. Because one day of slipping... You're back in the same spot. You're back in the same spot. Yep. And you know what? You're going to start all over. And it's a lot harder to start over than it is to continue on. Yeah. Yeah. And this also kind of applies to anybody that's trying to make, you know, any sort of improvement, any progress in their life, whether it's getting a new job, changing up their career path, you know, certain investments, you know, financial wise, you know, a home, a car, 
new, new to you, whatever. It all kind of comes into this, in the same place where, like you're saying, it's a lot harder to start. It's a lot harder to, you know, start somewhere from where you're at than it is to continue down the path that you're going, you know. Yeah. But that's for a reason, you know. All these things that take that extra amount of work, that that superior dedication, it's for a reason. Those things don't come cheap. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about life. You know, yeah. that's going to take a lot of time to work your ass off to get to that next spot, that next level. Yeah. But it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it you holds start, its worth. You have to start somewhere. Yeah, you have to start somewhere, but it holds its worth in time, in years, in your life. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. if you don't see yourself being successful, okay, don't even bother. But there's other people out there that are dedicating their first 20, 30 years of their lives to their career. Yeah. But after then, boy, they're set. They can move on to bigger and better things and not have to have this worry at their back of the moment like, damn it, man, should have gone to college or, you know, something like that. Yeah. It's been there, done that, moved on forward, you know, when to graduate school, they're out. They're, yeah. They're moving on to other things, you know. It's it's all on you. Yeah. And, and not to say that that's the only, you know, pathway, right? Of course. Yeah. There's other options. There's other options. A, but mil- that's just a million different pathways. It's all on you, and, and I just want to reiterate, this isn't, right, I hate when someone talks to me, right, it's like, do this, do that. We're also living through this. So when we're telling you these, these are things that we're telling you, and also things that we're telling ourselves. We're living through it. We're living through this exact same thing. We've all gone through those things where you just think, fuck, I can't sink any further than this. I, I This is just, I'm ashamed of myself. Plain and simple. So as we're telling you this, right, we just want to reiterate the fact that we're not just making this shit up. You know, we don't have, you know, articles pulled up on our computers reading off of it. You know, this is comes from stuff that we've personally experienced. Absolutely. Stuff that we have found out, you know what, I went through this and I did this and that worked. Okay, cool. And that's why we're doing this podcast. That's the whole purpose of this. That's where we come from. To put it out there. And like we said, it's a consistent thing. This is our first episode, and that's fine. You know, it's fine if it's not great. It's fine if there's things that are things that are wrong. The audio, the structure. Because you know what? It's the first step. We're starting and somewhere. All that matters is taking that first step. Because then the momentum starts building. Then you figure more things out about yourself. So, again... All this stuff, other stuff we're saying, we're also living through it, and we live by what we say. We're I, I, both of us. I think I can speak for both of us by saying we cannot give advice to someone and be something different when you're not actually living that. Mm-hmm. And I hate people who do that. I hate people who tell me, "Hey, you know what? You should do this. You should try this workout technique. You should do this and that." Meanwhile, you're like out of shape or it just, like I said, or like I haven't said, but I will say, what qualifies someone to give you information? What qualifies us to give you information is just the fact that we've lived through certain things. And I'm sure that you out there can give us information that we don't have because we haven't lived your life. But it's important to build this sort of community, not just with this podcast, but with your friends, with your family, of always sharing knowledge. Don't be stingy with knowledge. Yeah, share that shit. 
<laughs> if you found something out that your friend doesn't know that really helped you out when you were dealing with depression, when you were dealing with anxiety, when you were dealing with addiction, like you said, if you don't help that person out, you're partly responsible if they do something worse. You're mm-hmm. responsible because you could have helped and you could have shared that little bit of knowledge. So that's why we're here. If we could influence one person out there to be better, and not just better one day, but consistently a better person, then we've done our part, and we have tried to put that change that we keep speaking about out there in the world. That's all it's about. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. You know, we've, we come from different backgrounds, you know, born and raised in the same area, but different backgrounds. And we've all, we've both experienced our own struggles. And once we came into each other's lives, we started learning more about each other. And we started realizing that there, there was a lot of similarities, but there's also a lot of differences. And because of that, I believe that we bring a lot to the table and we're able to share our wisdom through our experiences, through our struggles and kind of give other people an idea of somebody else's life, somebody else's experiences, and allow them to to kind of, I guess, analyze us, right? Kind of pick at our brain a little bit. Yeah. And that's really what podcasting is. I mean, depends what kind of podcast you're listening to, but a lot of the people that I listen to tend to be comedians, and it's it's all fun and games, but in between their jokes, in between their little skits, you get to see the real the real them, they start to kind of crack open. Yeah. Right. Because they kind of, they try to shelter themselves with humor. They try to hide from society, from life. They're making a joke out of everything. And little by little, when you really start looking for it, you're like, oh, wait, this guy's kind of like a little sad in this podcast. Yeah. Like he's like making a joke about like his dead dad, but like I think he's low key like still kind of struggling with that. You he's know? dealing with some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after a while of me like watching a lot of different podcasts, you know, obviously I started asking myself, like, why not do it myself? And then we yeah. started talking about that. And and here we are. So this is our first podcast and there's gonna be many, many more. This is uh this is something that I, I hope to be doing for a long time. Yeah. And it's gonna be interesting to see how everything evolves over time, the changes that we make, you know, mentally, physically, all the lessons that we'll learn. We'll be sharing that with you folks and hope to you know, give you guys some insight and, and hopefully help you guys out. Yeah. Um, and, and hopefully, uh, hopefully build a community. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that's the value that I always see in YouTube channels, in podcasts. I love that sort of community where people are helping each other because right. in a way, right, your friendships are a mini community. You're helping your friends out and right. I help you, you help me in a similar sense if we can reach out to some of you out there and help you, that would be great. And if you can reach back to us and help us, that would be awesome. That's what it's all about. It's, it's this human connection that really, really makes us who we are and it makes us super strong. Yeah. Because something, you know, because something that I didn't know about, an obstacle that you went through that you fell and you fucked up in, now I know. So you know what? I'm looking on the ground. Oh, shit. Omar fucked up on this before. Let me look at this and try to avoid it as best as I can. Mm-hmm. And that's the sort of stuff and insight 
that you can gain from having a community. So, yeah, definitely hope to do more of these and, you know, reflect upon our own lives, give the advice that we can give through our own experiences, right? We don't know, we don't have all the answers. We're not experts. We're not experts. You know, we're just humans. We're just living and we're experiencing. And most importantly, we're trying to learn. And we hope that you guys are also out there wanting to learn and most importantly, taking action because it's the difference between wanting to do something and doing exactly what you want to do. Absolutely. Beautifully said, Juan. Well, this concludes our first podcast. My name is Omar. My name is Juan. And this is the Intrinsic Podcast with Alive.